Blog Talk Radio. General Secretary Gorbachev, if you seek peace, if you seek prosperity for the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe, if you seek liberalization, come here to this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And a fitting opening to an all-new episode of the AJ Bruno Show. We're back here again. Great to have everybody on board. It's going to be an exciting new adventure as usual where we're going to explore the intricacies of the liberal mind, a topic which uh, we could try to tackle, but one cannot really understand the pure stupidity that goes through the heads of these people. You know, it's just tough. It's tough to do. But we tried anyway. We tried anyway. Anyway, why don't we get back to the matter at hand? Now, we're discussing today more e-life politics, more real-life politics. Um, <clears throat> I was going to jump right into my main point of the night, but I'm going to hold off on that for a little bit. Uh, we're going to start off right at the phones. I'm sure we're going to have some absolutely delightful callers uh, call in. So let's see what we got first. Uh, we have a good friend of mine who's on the, the air now, uh, one of my favorite callers. Hello, sir. Hey, what up, AJ? Hey, what's going on? Listen, I just want to tell you, you're doing a great job. I'm going to let you finish. But first of all, I just want to say, Jew is doing a show tonight at 11.30 Eastern Time. It is the best show of this decade. Oh, Jew has a show now, huh? Yeah, yes, he does. Oh, well, that, uh, <laughs> that's, that's good to know. Thanks for that. Okay. Um, Let's go to another call. We have a, yes, another caller on the air. Another favorite caller of mine. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello? Yes, yes. Hello. Uh, you need to announce who's calling. You can't just say, you know, favorite caller. Oh, I thought you already knew who you were, but all right, go ahead. Yeah, but everyone else does not know who I am. I'm Daniel CD. Hello. Um, so you think the liberal mind is very intricate, huh? Uh, intricate with stupidity, yes. You think my mind is stupid? I think you are grossly misguided, sir. I am not a misguided. You're not. No, I've never been misguided in my life. What makes me misguided, sir? What makes you misguided? The yeah. fact that you don't seem to understand... That you're left I'm a right liberal. Yes, they don't make any sense. Why? Answer you me make this sense question. on a few things. Answer me this question. Why are you a liberal, sir? Why are you a liberal? Was, were you not inspired by the opening uh, audio clips tonight? Did that not just get your patriotism flowing? I am a liberal because liberals made the Declaration of Independence. Uh, <laughs> liberals by an 18th century standard, not the same thing uh, as 
Now, now correct me if, if I'm wrong, but John Adams was an atheist, right? I I don't believe he was. I, I'm pretty sure John Adams was an atheist, and he was the main proponent behind independence. And Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson was a deist, and he was for removal of slavery. Okay, the founding fathers, by and large, and this, there were a few deists, this is true, were men of strong principle, strong faith, and they based our country... Um, maybe in the South, principle. but of course the South kind of dumb fucks. No, the South is not a bunch of dumb fucks, as you say. Maybe aside from Virginia, but definitely South Carolina and Georgia. You know, you hail from a uh, former slaveholding state yourself. Are they a bunch of dumb... Uh, I was actually born in, like, you know, old person Florida, so not really. We had slaves down there also. Yeah, northern in, like, around Tallahassee. I was born in Sanford near Orlando, you know, Disney World. Of course, of course, yes. Um, well, look, here's the bottom line. Bottom line is this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. It was founded by men who believed in liberty, who believed in freedom, and who believed in values that matched up today, matches the conservative movement of today. It was liberal for the time when you go against tyranny, against monarchies, um, but nowadays it's conservative ideals that match up with what the founders have in store for this country. Not leftists who believe in a uh, leading constitution, and which is basically code for them doing whatever they want. But, um, all right, hey, thanks, thanks for the call. Uh, why don't we go to another caller here? We have a... Oh, what? Are you still here? Yes. Uh, the, okay, uh, I, I, have to, yeah. Yeah. I have to ask a question. Sure. What is your opinion of Daphne and the Libertarians? Oh, it's a good question. I have a very low opinion of Daphne. I'm sure there's some nice Libertarians. Um, you have a what of Daphne? What's that? What did you say about Daphne? I said I have a very uh, low opinion of Daphne. Why do you have a low opinion of Daphne? She's nice. Uh, once again, a leftist in real life, and who engages in... It doesn't make her any less of a person. Who engages in certain conduct, which I find to be repugnant and inappropriate. That's the bottom You do know she's like a 30-year-old mom, right? Yes, but... Uh, there's I'm pretty things. sure she's allowed to do that behavior now, considering, you know, she's she's a big girl now. Okay. The bottom line is that if you are in that position, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you are, because these sorts of acts should be outlawed in all 50 states like they used to be. Okay, uh, we got to get some more calls. Thanks for that, Danny boy. Uh, why don't we go to a 262 number? You're on the AJ Bruno Show. Hello. Hello? Yes, hello. Welcome to the show. Oh, hello. Sorry, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize I was on. I'm sorry. No problem. Uh, I had a little question about uh, South African politics I need to ask you about. Sure. Um. Is your refrigerator running? <laughs> that's a that's a good one. No, no, I'm serious. Like, no, like I need to know. It's it's part of this um, it's this campaign to supply South Africa with non-running refrigerators. 
it's um it's a new shelter that we're going to be doing for the you know inhabitants in there oh, because there's yeah. so many of them that play ear bubbles that they need the refrigerator. My refrigerator is indeed running. Well, I'm. Well, you can what? Uh, make sure that uh, that it works. Oh. I will. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's mighty nice of you. Okay. Um, let's go to another call. We have a secret call on the line. One one one. Hello. PJ the butt passing on. And so are liberals. And they pretty much define what it means to be a butt when you think about it. I mean, wow. It, how can you be a, a liberal and just say, think, I'm a liberal. I have no good ideas whatsoever. So I attack people with good ideas and call them names. That's so smart. Okay. Let's go to another genius, another secret call. Hello. Welcome to the show. So are you referring to me? I am, yes. I just had a quick question for you. Sure. How can you possibly justify thinking that being a president on an online game will make you qualified to run a country such as the United States of America? You're referring to running uh, the real United States of America? Yes. Yes. Uh, I never said that. It's good experience, maybe, but um, certain people in this game would never have a chance to do that. For instance, we have this complete idiot uh, uh, Gaius who's only president because he uh, got it because the other president was a criminal in real life who just couldn't perform his duty. And right, so what makes you better than Gaius as president? Well, first of all, quality. He, only, he only got 80 more votes than the most hated man in the country, and I had three real you? competitors. But yes, I had three real competitors to compete with. He only had one, and to only get eighty more votes than me—that's pathetic. And he was, like I said, I will put fifty gold. To be honest, though, you can't you can't claim it's the same thing at all because uh, Emmerich was vote, um, nominated by the five major parties. He was in, in um, voted in on a massive wave of acclaim. There's not much room for guys to run, even though he's a very qualified president. Naturally, he's going to get less votes. It's a wartime president. They always get more of the larger percentage of the vote. Maybe, but if he's so popular, if he's so great, then he should be able to do it without these endorsements. Um, for instance, look at my Emmerich is great. You can't argue. Emmerich is great. I, I, <laughs> I had only my one party endorsement, and at the time we had uh, uh, members or so. Now. Even though all those people probably didn't vote, um, let's figure let's figure seventy uh, percent of them voted. Okay, let's say I had one hundred and fifty votes, but I have three hundred thirty-one total. So that means more than double of our party's base voted for me. That's reaching out there. Um, so that shows that there's a lot in the way of uh, conservatives to reach out to. So I think that is important. Important also. All right, thank you, thank you for that call. Okay, now I want to get, uh, feel free to keep calling, 347-308-8073 is the number. I have to start off with this, though, because my uh, blood is really boiling on this. So I went back recently to check uh, a secession group of mine that I started. 
called the Americans for Secession of Obama Land. Uh, and last time I checked in, I don't know, a month ago or so, it didn't seem like it was picking up that much steam. It had about 75 people in it. I go back and check it, and people are starting to join. We have 318 members now and growing. People, it has reached the point in this country now where people are so fed up, so fed up with this horrible president, this treacherous president, who is a shame on this country, who is a, a stain on our land, where people are so fed up with him destroying this nation that they're open to the idea of a secession. Now, I propose this. Let's take the 22 patriotic states, the states who, uh, which were read in the last election, all us uh, American-loving patriotic folks can go down there you leftists, you can have Obama land, the blue states, the other 28, and we can all be happy. I'd rather save half the country than lose it all. And right now, we are going to lose this entire country if we don't do something about it. Our entire nation is on the verge of being destroyed by leftist radicals. By leftist radicals. And we're going to sit around here and allow this to happen? This might be the only solution we have now. Let's save half the country. You know, so if I encourage everyone, if you're in a red state, encourage your state representatives to say, hey, we are fed up with this. We are fed up with this traitor destroying our country. And we will not settle for anything less than preserving our country, preserving America. And you know what? If that takes a second civil war, it's very unfortunate, but it might be necessary. Because freedom isn't free. And sometimes you need drastic measures to save our country. To save it from the radical socialism being imposed. To six from the appeasement that is leaving our nation vulnerable and weak, to save it from the radically socially liberal policies that he's doing to destroy the very fabric of our society. I say we stand up. I say we do whatever we have to to preserve this country. And you know what? For the douchebag who we're going to bring back on here in a second, just to laugh at him a little bit more, who said... Southerners are all a bunch of dumb uh, F-bombs. You know what? At least people in the South, at least uh, certain groups of them, are smart enough to vote for people who don't hate America, who are going to go to Washington, D.C. and stand up for us. I'll tell you what, a perfect comparison. Uh, let me just make this real quick and we'll get to some calls. A perfect comparison would be the fact that the Democrats uh, voted in, not all of them, but 240 of them, and I guess some didn't vote, voted in unison, nothing better to do, to pass a resolution of disapproval on uh, Congressman Joe Wilson. They're against free speech, and they have nothing better to do but try and embarrass and lambast their opponents. That's all they have to do. Those are the kind of tyrannical, leftist people 
that run this Democratic Party now. And that's what they're concerned with, slamming and hammering on conservatives and people who love this country. All right, why don't we get Big Nick on the phone here? Hello, Big Nick. Big Nick, are you there? Uh, going once, going twice. No, we don't have Big Nick, okay? Uh, we have a secret caller. Hello, secret caller. Oh, wait, hang on a second. Be a bit. Hmm? Yes, you're on. I think you might want to be a bit careful about what you say because I'm pretty sure the FBI is going to start listening soon. Also, you say about conservatives um, being embarrassed. I think you do a pretty good job doing that to yourself. Bye. Ooh, you know what? I say this to you, sir. Get off the phone, you big dope. Okay. Uh, great line. Anyway, I don't care if they're listening to this. I'm sure uh, during the Bush administration, people heard what I had to say, and they were like, hey, this guy's smart. Let him keep on going. He's standing up for America. Right now, we have a tyranny in power. And you know what? Let the Obama people listen. I am calling for nothing short of secession because it's come to that. If we cannot save our whole country, we have to save part of it. Stand up there and stand up for America. Stand up for America. Because I am tired of seeing this entire nation destroyed, being ripped apart by the leftists. Now let's bring on Danny Boy again. And uh, you can go tell me why Obama is so, so great. You love him so much, I know. He's such a good guy. I mean, he's so smart. I mean, it's just so wonderful. Um, let's okay, we will put you on right after this, Danny Boy. We have a South Carolina caller on the line here. Let's see if it's a liberal one. We'll see. Hello, are you a liberal, sir? Um, um, is this A.J. Bruno? Is this correct? It is the world-famous A.J. Bruno, yes. Oh, oh great. Oh, oh yes. Um, I, I got word uh, you were in need of a broken refrigerator. I happen to have one. Uh, if you know where I can get a stamp, uh, you know, not a food stamp. If you know, if you have one I can use, that would be wonderful. Get off the phone, you big dope. Hello, Daniel. Welcome back. <sighs> Finally. Why'd you put him on before me, man? Oh, we have to give everyone a chance. It's an equal opportunity show. You could say we have, uh, we could have uh, talk radio affirmative action. It's our it's our fairness doctrine, so to speak. Uh, yeah. And uh, let me tell you, I know how it feels to be completely out of your environment, seeing as you're in New Jersey, which is like the really big liberal state, isn't it? Oh, it is. Uh, <laughs> that's putting it mildly. New Jersey is the People's Republic of New Jersey. Because, I mean, you got Corazon, and I mean, I don't even like him. Yeah. You know what the sad thing is with Corazon? Even if he loses, he's still going to get over 40% of the vote. Now, what kind of dumb moron, oh, that's redundant, I know. What kind of complete retards um, are still going to vote for this guy? That's what I mean with, the, with some of these radical leftists. No matter what the facts are, no matter how bad someone like Corazon is, no matter how much it can be agreed upon by people all across the spectrum, there is still a hardcore group of radicals who will support someone like that. Kind of like Sarah Palin, huh? Oh, that's funny. No, uh, Sarah Palin... Well, I mean, come on, you got to say, you got to hate Sarah Palin. I mean, she annoys the fuck out of me. 
why would I? I think I saved my hate for uh, much worse people. No. Uh, well, Sarah Carroll would not be my top choice. But the no, kind of listen, listen, she listen, doesn't that accent just get to you sometimes? I think it's great. But the kind of thing that she is absolutely appalling. You know what? Uh, There's a couple things that I don't, I don't like, but the, 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 the double standards, too. They never, never treat uh, a liberal uh, female politician like that. No, I do. I hate a lot of liberals. You what? Dodd. hate him. Do you? Yeah, I just like Chris yeah. Dodd. <laughs> well, you know what? Anybody will be better than this guy in four years. And or three, three years and change. You know, it's, it's kind of sad that we complain so much about, uh, and I'm not Rudy Giuliani's biggest fan, but I would have preferred him so much to what we have now. I mean, looking back now, it's like, wow. Were we too hard on him? who, McCain? No, no um, Giuliani, because I was skeptical of him when he was running, yeah. and I disagree with him on important issues too. But this guy, if you lined up every Republican, every Democratic, every third-party candidate, he is last on my list to be commander in chief, and this is who we get. This is who we have to deal with for at least four years. It is absolutely disturbing. Don't you think you're being a little harsh on Obama there? I mean, it's been like less than a year, hasn't it? Yeah, and in less than a year, he's done ten years of damage. In three more, he'll do forty years of damage. Hasn't he? Uh, do you disagree with him raising troop levels in Afghanistan? You know, I, I've heard this mentioned a couple times today. Even if that's the right decision, and I'm not sure how effective that will be, even if it is, doing one right thing does not make up for doing everything else wrong. And he also you know, kind of saved the banking industry, you know. Broken clock is right close to that. And I, no, all these bailouts and, and portulous stimulus. Hey, Bush started it. Bush started it. Calm down. I'm not, I'm not defending that either. <laughs> but the fact is that Obama goes out there, and he has done – Far, far more to cripple. He quadrupled the deficit in just a short uh, Can I also ask another sure. question? Sure. How many uh, Republicans voted on uh, Bush's expansion of Medicare? I don't know offhand. Would Would you say at least a few? Perhaps they did. Perhaps they did. Okay. But look, I don't. Def- I don't defend everything President Bush did. I I want. I, I say this. <sighs> President Bush was a commander-in-chief in a very important time in our history. Uh-huh. And there are not many other men who could have done what he did. He, he, I, I, I still disagree with Iraq, man. Look, what, what's done is done. The fact is we're facing evil people. We're facing people who believe in an ideology of death, of evil, of pure hate and intolerance, and we must defeat these people. You do know that Bush was planning to invade Iraq before September 11th, right? Really? Well, if you're going to come on the show without any evidence, that's that's not going to fly. Uh, We're going to take a break from you, Daniel. Uh, We're going to hit some of the other lines. We have a 281 number. You're on the A.J. Bruno Show. What's going on? Hi. I think you're familiar with me. My name is Daphne. Oh, thank you for calling, my, my good buddy. Right. Well, I just heard a little bit earlier from my friends and cohorts in IRC that you said you had a low opinion of me, and I'm just calling about, you know, facts. What are your facts about how you have a low opinion about me? Because I really, frankly, think you have no room to say that about me. I don't. Let me say it this way. People I haven't do- done anything to you. Uh, 
you've been quite rude to me. You have. And also, you said I've been rude to you? Yes. Talk no, calling the kettle. You are insane. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm insane. I'm not the one who's a cannibal. You're a cannibal. Okay, first of all, using that as a criterion to say someone is, uh, you know, someone is a, a poor person morally, et cetera, because they enjoy that is ridiculous. And we all know this if you're actually a human being with half a brain. So move on to something that's realistic <laughs> and substantial before you sit there and talk about my sexuality. And secondly, uh, you're going to sit here and talk to me about how I'm rude to you. You didn't seem like such an issue when you were PMing me every single day in IRC and hunting me down for help because you felt like everybody else blah, was trained. Blah, blah, blah. Well, people like you who was trying to ruin the, the game for other people and trying to ruin push the game. Your, yeah, because you're part of that whole. I'm not the one. I'm not the one that dragged real life politics into the game. Really? I'm not well, the one that dragged real life politics into the game, and actually, uh, I prefer helping other people. People like me because of their real life politics, and you, and you, I will bring up certain things because I think your moral conduct is a relevant issue because people should have no right to do that. And it was once in all fifty states that sort of conduct was banned, and it's still banned in certain states. It's wrong. It's immoral. <laughs> it's contributing to the destruction <laughs> of this country. Our moral fabric. What does that have to do with Republic? What does that have to do with Republic? That's what I want to know. You give me some evidence that that is pertinent in your republic and how we can actually utilize that as some kind of uh, criterion for politics in a game, and then I will walk away satisfied. Someone's character is, is relevant because if you're trying to play, if you're trying to play some goody two-shoes or whatever um, or trying to be the good guy, and you're not the good guy. I don't play goody two-shoes. I don't play goody two-shoes. I play who I am. I know who I am. I'm very confident yeah, in that. I'm a grown woman. The pseudonym. You don't play who you are. Oh, please. I have children. I don't need to put my name out on the Internet, especially with people like you running around. Oh, with people like me. Well, you know, I think you're at plenty of risk yourself because who knows how many STDs you have acquired from your conduct. Uh, and that is disgusting to say the least. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. Um, you're a diehard supporter of Barack Obama. No surprise there. You're a leftist radical. You go out there and you corrupt our society with your actions, and you should be ashamed of yourself. What say you to that? I say that you're absolutely ludicrous, and you, you don't even have any wherewithal to even judge anyone else when you're not even realistic about politics, realistic about life. You're way too invested in this game. You drive real-life politics into the republic, which I think is completely preposterous, and your accusations about other people don't even have any merit. You have yet to even... Anything. And everyone knows that you're a scoundrel. You run around like a weak idiot looking for power everywhere you can try to find it, and no one wants to give it to you, which is why you're practically run out of the country. So you're, you're a novelty. That's what you are. So I hope you realize that the next time you look in the mirror. Thank you, and good day. Oh, thank you for that. That was, that was delightful. Um, anyway, that was lovely. Okay, let me respond to that real quick, and then we will get to some more calls. Okay, first of all, I was not running out of the country. I left because there's certain people who ruin the country. That's unfortunate. Um, in addition to that, the fact that people go and they try and say, "Hey, you don't have this. You have entitled to your beliefs." I don't say that. I do make an issue of people's actions because your actions speak volume for your character. At different beliefs, different values is what makes America great. But your actions reflect who you are as a human being. 
And I think the people listening here just saw what kind of a person you are. I'm not the one invested in this game, to invest in this game. I play to have fun. Um, and you give me epic goals, by the way, so I much appreciated for that. Um, but yes. And also, you're still accountable, and that's disgusting. Let's move on to the next caller. We have a 781 number. Hello, you're on the AJ Bruno Show. Hello, I'm on the show. Yes, you are. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I am left, but I, I wanted to ask you some serious questions. I'm not here to mess with you or anything. Of course, go ahead. Um, you said earlier in the show, uh, how many states did you say you would secede with? The 22 which voted for America, not against it. And how many other states does that leave? There are at least 28 uh, unfortunate states where a majority were misguided. All right. Um, you, you believe in democracy, right? You, I love democracy, personally. I believe in our representative republic. Yeah. All right. Well, so let's say what just happened, more states voted for one man and democracy is uh, majority rules. So you're saying when you lose democracy, secede. Here's the thing. This country was never meant as a democracy. It's a representative republic. That's why there were certain protections in place originally to uh, prevent mob rule, which is basically what it's gotten into. You know, that's why I think we need to have some sort of a, a universal poll test. Ask some basic, basic questions about our government, our constitution, basic stuff. If you don't know basic stuff about this country, you should have no right voting because you're easily manipulated. You can't make your own independent thoughts. And I think that's wrong. And people who at least or somewhat clued in what's going on. Not just saying, oh, like, oh, I like Obama, he's great, I'm going to go vote for him. That, that's, that's a bit outrageous. If you're just going to vote for someone because they're a certain party or a certain color, which, like, a lot of people do, go out there and vote for someone based on the issues. Didn't answer the question. What, what was your exact question? Do you, when you lose uh, democracy, you just give up? You just, you know, go to another team? Succeed? But it's not democracy. It's a representative republic. Democracy would be uh, that, like... In, that doesn't answer the question, though. You're clearly avoiding the question. Okay, you ask me the question directly, I will answer it directly. Go ahead. When the choice that you make in a democratic vote and you lose, according to you, will you just give up and secede and then make your own team? No. Or, or run? No, no, no. Okay, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if a, if a majority did something, if it's wrong, because it could be in a country that the left has corrupted so much to the core, corrupted it so much that people are manipulated and brainwashed to believe a lie. And that's so a problem. We've all been brainwashed? I believe if you honestly support this president that you've been brainwashed. And that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Um, I remember that. You know, I won't support the choice of the country. All right, but hey, you know, um, up in Massachusetts, you guys had a great governor in uh, in Romney. We should have elected him president. I tell you what, if he were the Republican nominee, he would have ripped Obama to shreds. Uh, we didn't have a real choice. That was a problem. So people believe that you know they went with the you know I, I hope and uh, change. Oh, uh, would it can't have eight more years, George Bush. You know, they went with hollow nonsense. So all right, well, thank you for the call, sir. Um, two two four, you're on the AJ Bruno show. What's going on? Uh, hi, uh, I had a question uh, about your opinion on something in uh, life. Matchup five equals epic fail. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, 
uh, I realize that you probably know who I am, but considering that the uh, E-Republic will probably lead to some really uh, disastrous conversation, I'm going to decide to ask you about something else. Um, I was just wondering what you thought as a conservative about uh, red light ticket cameras. About red light ticket camera? Yeah, like uh, oh, you that, know how they have. Uh, oh, is that what is that what caught uh, Emmerich? Is that why? I don't know if it is or not. I'm just wondering because it's been such a big issue I don't, in my local village. You know, I don't like this whole Big Brother nonsense. Being watched all the time with cameras and stuff. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. So I, I would say I don't feel comfortable with it. But. Um, if it's used to catch real criminals, that's fine. But don't go after every little person, you know? But it's, it's a big problem. We have police resources that are being wasted on patriotic Americans. And this is just a sham. It's ridiculous. You know, that's why in this country, and sure, there's a lot of good cops, but there's a lot of cops out there who have nothing better to do but try and bust their chops and do, go after little things like that. And this is, this is very unfortunate. Um, so, yes, I, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. But, uh, so anyway, so you you would disagree, like, say, uh, I know in my local area, the biggest thing they use now is these red light cameras for uh, catching, like, people making right turns. Uh, I was just wondering what you thought about that. They've been using it more, the claims in the uh, liberal media, in the, my local papers, have been claiming that uh, a lot of these uh, local townships have been using it to make money. And I don't know if you have a similar thing in New Jersey, but... I was just wondering what your thought on that would be. Yeah, that's pure abuse of power to try and bring in uh, funds. That's that's definitely wrong. Um, I would say that's corruption. And uh, that sort of conduct should not be tolerated. I would hope there'd be restrictions in place to prevent it. But if there's not, uh, there should be. Well, I wish there was, but I can't say that there is. Um, one more question. I just wanted to know, uh, there was talk earlier uh, that you were going to run for governor in New Jersey sometime, and uh, I just want to know what your plans on uh, with that were. Yes, well, I right now uh, my campaign is still in a lull state, um, although I am I, I'm thinking of making a surge and trying to make it a little bit more seriously. I like to get some write-in votes, um, you know, make myself a conservative alternative because right now. You know, I mean, Christie is the lesser of two evils, but why should we have to pick a lesser of two evils? You know, we should be, we should pick uh, the more conservative. By the way, I saw a local uh, 609 number on there, so if you're still listening, call back in. I always love to talk to fellow Jerseyites. Um, sorry about that, but call back in, please. Anyway, so um, as I was saying, uh, don't you have to yeah. be a certain age to to become governor in New Jersey? At least that's what no, I. No, it's it's actually 18. So. But there's not many 18-year-olds who would have the guidance to do that, which is why I waited until the ripe old age of 20 to do it. So, well, good luck to you on that. But uh, just uh, I, I was wondering, would you plan to run again if you lost this time? You know, I would. I don't plan on pursuing uh, my political career in New Jersey, though. But while I'm here, I will definitely keep uh, making my voice heard, and. Yeah, you know, I, I would like to make a splash here and get because there's not a real conservative alternative. It's just like this wishy washy northeastern rhino nonsense, which I you know, I I'm not a fan of, so but hey, well, thanks for calling up, buddy. Thank you. 
Thank you for that, pal. Okay, we're going to get some other calls now. Please be patient. Um, we have a 447 number. Hello. Hi, is this me? Hello, me. Yes, I'm um, very glad to hear it. Listen, I'm quite frankly, I'm not left, a diehard conservative. I don't agree with Barack Obama's positions on pretty much anything. But to be completely honest, I also think you're a nut job. You do make completely unrealistic and just frankly useless propaganda and rabble-rousing tactics to get your point across. You really have no point being in politics because all you care for is completely ridiculous claims like having countries succeed. What would be the point in that? Can you Do you understand how much the blue states donate to the red states in taxes? They would not be able to function without the taxes donated by the blue states. Yeah. They're actually a net burden on this country. I just realized that uh, that's a country coach. You're calling from the UK. Okay. Yes. Well, the is there a problem with that? Country, you're, no, I don't. But your British conservatism now is watered down. That's why you have a leader like David Cameron. I'm not, I'm you, not British. I'm American. You have a, an accent, though. I do have an accent. I've been in university in England for the last five years. I see. Okay, well, there's a problem uh, in that country where the conservatism is watered down, and I don't believe in that. I believe we need pure Reagan conservatism, which is what it's all about. How can you say uh, conservatism is watered down in England? Did you hear of Margaret Thatcher? Did you hear of how she put down the riots? She beat them with policemen. It's one of the most diehard Nazi countries left in the world. It also uh, is a bit over the top, personally, and I think it's damn sight less over the top than you are, though. Margaret, Margaret Thatcher was also uh, in favor of legal abortion, wasn't she? I don't see how that had anything to do for I financial... Think you, no, 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 because you're... Fo- no, you, that, that's a problem. It, conservatives in other countries, like, like the UK, are only focused on the financial matters of it. While that's important, you can't forget about the national security issues and the social issues. A country that... I think Margaret Thatcher did pretty well with the national security issues. You know, the Falklands? I think your moral issues are one of the least important things that a leader has to worry about. Admittedly, they're supposed to uh, provide comfort and direction to the nation in moral standards, but moral decency should not be decided by one person. It should be decided by a congress of people and the amendments, and it should all be based on the Constitution. Agreed? Well, I agree. agree. Okay. What it says in the constitutions of most civilized countries that everyone is entitled, entitled to certain rights, uh, like in our country, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. Um, you know, and if you're denying someone their right to life, such as an abortion, that's not that's not a democratic uh, Western ideal. That's wrong. People who believe that, who defend that, like David Cameron, who actually used to be uh, pro-life, and turned his back on social conservative causes. For him to be a, a spokesperson, that's wrong. That's why in this country... David, David Cameron's a politician. I completely agree with you. He's useless. I did not call to argue with you about abortion because that is a subject that can take up many hours. Personally, I'm against it. I understand people are for it. I personally see that as their decision. I think it's I think it's immoral, but then again, I think a lot of things people do are immoral, and I do things that are immoral, so I have no reason to get argue with them. However, I'm trying to argue with you on your points of just complete idiocy, such as succession from the union. Um, That's not an issue, because I don't believe this country can survive three plus more years of Barack Obama. So why should, I, why should we sit by and allow the whole country to go down the drain? And like I said, it's, it's small, but it's growing. The amount of people who favor this is growing. Um, the problem is, you say that, but Barack Obama is not the only person running this country. There are two other legis- legislative branches who run the country. There are 
thousands and scores of advisors and government aid workers and agencies who are there, not elected. They've been there for the last 20 years, at least, usually. They are always, they are advising him what to do. They are telling him Congress votes to pass his legislature, uh, legislature. And to be honest, if he was that bad for the country, surely most people would have rallied around. I hardly think that we, and we obviously know a lot less about the true picture than most people in Congress, and the fact that most of them voted for what he has gone through, or what he suggested, surely adds some precedent. I personally think it's wrong again, but I don't think it's doing that much damage, and I think there was a need for some of the action he has taken. Well, like I said, I'm against Obama. I'm completely against him. I think he's an idiot. I think you're possibly right in that the country would be better without him. However, I think instigating a second civil war whereupon hundreds of thousands would die is completely the wrong way of going about it. It doesn't have to go to that. We could say we're leaving. You want to start a war about it? Well, then the blood's on his hands. That's yeah. illegal. That's treason. Of course they're going to start a war about it. It's not, I think it's treason what this president's doing. So we're entitled to our different opinions, apparently. Uh, well, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on that. I don't think anything justifies war, to be honest. I may be a conservative, but civil war is just one of the most disgraceful things our country can possibly amount to, seeing as we have such an amazing electoral system where we can vote anyone we want for any reason, and it's majority rule not divided by some aristocrats. Yes. Well, hey, uh, thanks for calling up from across the pond. Uh, hope you guys get some real conservative leadership there. Oh, what happened? All right. Take it easy. Okay, okay, let's get this 609 caller in. I don't want him to jump off again. I'm always excited by uh, a fellow New Jerseyan calling up here. Uh, hello, uh, are you a liberal Coraline supporter? No, I am not. I yeah, am a Republican, yeah. and I've been a Republican for many years. My name is Devin, by the way, AJ. And uh, I always wondered, why do you consider Obama to be so bad? I mean, I don't like him either. I didn't vote for him. He's not my president, but I'm going to give him the I'm going to give him the doubt. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, I don't think he deserves the benefit of the doubt anymore. We've seen what his intentions are. We've seen time and time again his actions over the past uh, um, eight months or so have been absolutely atrocious. How can we give someone like that the benefit of the doubt when every action they take is rolling back the progress we've made in this country? Because I think he simply thinks that. We're just, he's trying to do exactly what he thinks is the best for the country. Maybe we don't think it's best, maybe it isn't the best, but we're not the people to judge that. People to judge that are everyone else in the country and the Congress itself to vote on his act. Mm -hmm. It's up to them, not us. Yes, but we have that same problem that brought on the Revolutionary War. You had these people running the government in a far-off land, not representing them, not caring much for what their for what uh, their interests were, what their complaints were. We have the same. Sure, we technically have representation, but do we really? Because these Washington elites are so entrenched, they can do anything they want with minimal consequences, and this is not right. And that's true, but we still have to be. We just have to give them the benefit of the doubt for a while. I mean, he's only he hasn't even been in office a full year yet. You have to give him at least a year and see what he does. But all this other talk of revolution and civil war, no, no. That's not what our party is about. Our party is about the people, the will of well, the people. 
the right of the people. Our part, well, our party uh, on a national level didn't do so well when we picked McCain, and our party on a state level, I'm I'm ashamed of, uh, because we had a great conservative in New Jersey, Steve Lonigan, and the people, the majority went with a, a moderate rhino type candidate, which it, which just compromises our beliefs, and that's why the Democrats are in power because we've compromised on every single level, and this is not a winning strategy. But yet, there's people who believe this is a good idea. And, I don't understand it. It may not be a winning strategy, but it's the strategy the party has chosen. And we have to stick behind it for now until they decide to change their mind. Yeah. Because it's really super conservative people, people who yell and scream, the party is wrong, the party is dead, we need to find a new party. Those people are what killing our party. Well, I, I agree with that because people will say we need a third party. Well, if you get a third party, not everyone's going to come along, and it's going to be uh, a winning strategy for the Democrats. What we need is a conservative revolution. We need a reform, reformation. We need a refounding. We need some principal leaders who will go out there. We need a new Reagan. That's what we need. Um, I think that's Rick Santorum, in my opinion, someone who, who stands up for every conservative value. We cannot compromise in our beliefs. People say, oh, well, someone's too extreme, someone's too radical. Well, there's no such thing as too conservative. If you're conservative, if you stand up for conservative values, regardless, regardless of what they are, it's always a winning strategy. And if people believe that and actually went through with it, we'd be in a lot better shape. Yeah, that may be true, AJ, but you have to remember, when you say things like that, like revolution and civil war, please, that means you're killing the party when you say those words. So please, please, don't say them. Just think conservative revolution. We need to change. Yes, we do. We messed up. We screwed up for the past eight years. We did. You have to admit it. But we have to learn and not go even more conservative and destroy ourselves. Yeah. Well, look, I think the problem with that is there's, not, there's no such thing as too conservative. That's what the, the left tries to convince you that there is. And, I mean, it's really unfortunate that some people think that. But, hey, we have a disagreement of opinion on this. I'm glad we're on the same team, though. Hopefully we win together. Thanks for the call, pal. All right, we've got some patient callers here. We'll get to everyone. Why don't we go to 262? You've been online for a while. Hello, sir. Hello. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, um, I was wondering, it was kind of strange that I find that um, – when you're talking about all this hatred for Obama and all this stuff, it seems almost like you're hurting your own cause using things, calling party leaders, saying they have sexually transmitted diseases from earlier. Um, it seems not. I'm not criticizing you in any way. I'm just saying it seems like you're hurting your own cause in the way that you would want to convince people to join your uh, conservative revolution, you said, and that kind of thing. And it seems that you would actually be driving people away by using these kind of radical ways of getting people's attention. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that. Like I said, there's a growing movement. Um, for instance, like I said, I have a group uh, that I started, just invited people I knew, got me to maybe in the 70s or so. I looked away for a few weeks, come back, there's 218 members, which doesn't seem like a lot on the surface. But you go out there, you tell every one of those people, hey, invite some of your friends. Thousands build up. And it shows that there's a growing movement now 
for people who are fed up with the way the direction of the country is going, for people who are saying, no, we're not going to sit by and say, oh, well, you're the president, you're the liberal Democrats, you're in charge, do what you want, you want, blah, blah. No, that's not the right way to do it. Stand up, stand up for your beliefs, and do whatever it takes to defend America. Because we're yeah, patriots and do whatever it takes. Getting that many members, I mean, if you take popular online sites like Facebook, you can look at a group has 2 million members because it's the largest group. People will join things because people will tell them to. The American populace is extremely easy to contradict and manipulate. Uh, but also people will be associated with a group that some will hold it against them for. So they won't join without looking. So that's that's also another issue also. But I, I think – yeah. I also find it kind of strange when you use extremely – uh, radical things. I mean, I was listening earlier, and I was disturbed to hear that you actually said that another party leader, regardless if you disagree with them whatsoever or in any way, um, that you would not really hate them as a person and call them like names and just like say untrue things about them, regardless you have no intention of judging true. them. I, the names that I use are actually describing something that people do. They're not just random things I throw out there, unless it's for the lulls and we're joking around. But that was serious, and that was something that was true. You're serious that another party leader has sexually transmitted diseases. You know this. (laughs) Uh, Get off the phone, you big dope. Okay, 617. What's up? Hi, am I on on the show? You are, yes. Hi, AJ. How are you? My name is uh, Sid. Uh, I wanted to address something you said earlier about how there's no such thing as too conservative and that there are that the, the liberal left uh, would lead you to believe that there is such a thing as too conservative. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not completely familiar with your definition of conservatism. I know that you're a big fan of Reagan and that you believe that smaller government is better government. Um, but do you, I mean, do you believe that things like, let's say, the Federal Reserve should not exist? Well, the Fed, that's a, that's a difficult question. Um, when you think about it, it's basically privatizing something that's uh, the government responsibility because it's a lot of control. I, I don't know. I would examine the Fed. Um, there are some things that are sketchy with it. It also does control some important uh, aspects of our economy. But there might be too, power, too much power. Because people say, well, you can't blame a president for the economy because the, the Fed controls the economy. Um, you know, if that's well, the Fed controls the currency. The, the Fed controls the issuing of currency, interest rates, and lending, and monetizing and debt, that sort of thing. They don't really control the economy. Controlling the currency is essentially controlling the economy. Because if you have control... No, no, not really. The economy is, is usually valued by the growth of capital in uh, in capital markets, which is mostly yeah. controlled by private corporations in Wall Street, London, Hong Kong, that sort of thing. Yeah. The Fed the Fed really has very little control of the economy. Right now they have uh, interest rates at 0%, and it's only just now started to create growth in the private sector uh, without inflation, may I add. Uh, but they don't control the economy. Um, but but let me say let me go back to my original question. You said there's no such thing as too conservative. You know I'm not going to presume that you mean that you think we should roll back the Civil Rights Act. Uh, do you? <clears throat> the Civil Rights Act 
it wasn't really necessary because it was I, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I see what you mean because there's already constitutionality that that guarantees the equality of all all races. Like in uh, the Fourteenth Amendment. Yes. Oh, it, it escaped me at the moment. What's the what's the the women's equivalent of that? I can't think of a name offhand. The Equal Rights Amendment. It doesn't exist. It never passed. Yes. Or do you like mean that. the Nineteenth Amendment, giving them the right to vote? No, it's the uh, I forget the name of the act. Um, the Equal Rights Amendment. Yeah, they wanted to renew it because it expired recently. Things like that are unnecessary because we have that sort of equality in our society. No one's saying we don't. Um, maybe some people on a personal level don't, but these are just basically tools of propaganda for the left to try and make their point. Because on a fundamental uh, level, these things already exist. It's just a way to try and manipulate people, which is, is wrong and unfortunate that people result to these tactics. I mean, the Constitution provides that Congress shall have the power to pass legislation to enforce amendments that guarantee people certain equalities and liberties in our society. It's actually a part of our constitutional government. And when I hear you say things like, like earlier in the show today, you said that the liberal left is ripping the country apart. That's a quote you said that earlier. And then not two breaths later, you said that you would stop at nothing short of secession, which would be a denial of our United States Constitution. The, the, the Constitution does not provide for that. We fought a bloody, bloody war over that in the past. And, I mean, when you say conservative, I wonder why... You, you say that you're a conservative because that's not a conservative thing to do. To instigate a revolution is, is not conservative. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Because to instigate a revolution, to defend the Constitution, that is another matter. Because the liberals left in this country have ripped the Constitution to shreds. That's why they allow the murder of unborn children in this country. That's why... That's not in the Constitution. The Supreme Court has ruled that, that, uh, that abortion is a protected constitutional right. Invent things that do not exist in the Constitution. That's the whole point of liberalism. They make up things that are imaginary to fit their. But agenda. we have a Supreme Court to make those decisions. You can't. You can't just say that the Supreme Court is making unconstitutional. Their their power is to define what is constitutional. If you are saying that that the rule of law in the United States is somehow flawed and that, that you and the people that agree with you are not bound to obey that law and are actually above that law and shall take the power of force to undermine that law and our police and our military who are sworn to defend that law, I would say that's not very conservative. I'd say that's a pretty radical approach, one that, that harkens back to pretty bad times for pretty much any country that's engaged in that sort of thing. I mean, do you see what I mean, that you're, that you're advocating radical responses while preaching Reaganist conservatism, which was essentially a laissez-faire attitude toward you know, enforcing will on others? Drastic times cause... Um, drastic times call for drastic measures. For drastic measures, yeah. Well, we have our country, which I believe is in danger of going extinct if we continue down this path. You really think that the United States is going to go extinct because of a small exp expansion well, of Medicare for all and because of, uh, what, here and there, some, some legalization of homosexual marriage? Like, you think that's going to really rock the foundations of the United States, the most powerful country on earth? Yes, because I believe this country has a special divine purpose. And if we lose that purpose, our country is not going to stay a superpower. We're not going to stay a shining beacon of hope, a city on a hill. We will lose that if we turn our backs on our founding, 
on the foundation. The founding, yeah, on our Constitution, which provides for the rule of law, which requires that we obey the law and that we not use force against another unless we're somehow entitled to that, that force through a constitutional law, such as a police officer. For you to advocate the military overthrow of the U.S. government is probably the least conservative thing you could possibly advocate. You're basically saying that people should kill because they don't agree with the rule of law. Look, I'm not advocating that people should kill. What I'm advocating for is we stand up for our beliefs. We say, we're not putting up with this anymore. If they want to do the killing, the blood's on their hands. Thanks for the call. Um, so we have to move on. We have a lot of people waiting patiently. We're going to go to a 616 number. Uh, you are on the phone. What's on your mind? Hey, AJ, what's up? What's going on? Not much. Um, you may know me as Dreadnuts the Mighty on E-Republic, uh, but I'm not here to troll you. Um, I'm just here to have a short discourse um, and make it as polite as possible if you'll allow it. Oh, that's cool. Sure. All right, cool. Um, it's about judgment. Um, you are a Christian. I'm a right, Jewish Christian, yes. Okay, great. Um, me as well, I'm Presbyterian. Um, but uh, I hear you talk a lot about people's personal lives, their the choices they make, the way they live their lives, um, and you judge them on that. Um, and as a Christian, um, well, my Christian name is, is Daniel, which means God is my judge. And I believe that God is the only one who has any authority to make that judgment on anyone. At the end, when he calls his children home, um, you know, according to what we believe, um, we'll have our treasure and they will have their torment. And I don't know what makes you think that you have the capacity, um, the uh, moral fortitude above anyone else on earth as a human being to cast judgment on anyone like that um, when it's really not in your hands. You're just one child of God like anyone else. And essentially the decision is in his hands. I'm not casting judgment so much as I'm calling a spade a spade. If someone openly admits to doing something, and it's wrong in accordance to nature, to any semblance of Judeo-Christian morality, if that's the case, then they've essentially admitted guilt. And of course, there'll be some punishment for them if they don't repent for it. Well, if they, yeah, if they've, if they've admitted their guilt, they know I mean, well, you don't have to shove that in their face. They know. Yes, but they should stop. That's the whole point. That's why it used to be in this country that it was more moral, that people actually cared about the morality of this nation. But what we've done is we've taken any, any Judeo-Christian morality out of the public schools, which has essentially allowed them to be brainwashed by well, the, the public. It's a public school. The entire public is not Judeo-Christian. No, no, here's the thing. Okay, here's the problem. People invent something called a, the, the separation of church and state. Now, what the Constitution says is that there should not be a national church to prevent what we had in England. Now, you can believe what you want, but the fact is this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles, and people should be taught that. Now, it's not even preaching a particular faith. The vast majority of Americans would fall into that Judeo-Christian umbrella, and that's what the values in our nation were based upon. You can't take the foundation of a house out 
rip it out and expect that house to stand. It's the same thing with America. What's happened is the radical left has taken our foundation, and they have ripped it out from beneath our nation. And if we don't put it back in there and do it soon, it's going to be too late. And we cannot allow that to happen if we care about the future of this country, if we care about the destiny of mankind, if we care about the fate of the world. We cannot allow that to happen. We cannot be quiet on it because things are just going downhill. And we're getting to that point. It's now or never. Stand up, do something about it, or it's going to fall out of our grasp. You know, AJ, for you to say that we have to take such drastic action, the fate of the world depends on it. You obviously have no faith that God has a plan. Um, If you feel that we're such that we're destined for something, we're going to be so great, then we shouldn't have to do anything. God is in control. He has the power. Then why should we have to strive so hard to make sure that we're not going down the wrong path? You know, I'm, re- I'm reminded of this, uh, this, this, this story. Um, well, not a story so much as I'm sure you've heard various versions of it. Uh, for instance, guys, guys in his house, right? So a boat comes by. He says, come in. He says, no, I'm staying. God will save me. So someone comes by with a helicopter. Come on the helicopter. No, I'm staying. God will save me. Then the man drowns, and he goes up. When he gets to heaven, he says, what did you do? I had faith in you. Maybe you'd save me. It's like, I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. What more do you want? And that's the same thing. We have to take action on our own. We can't just sit around and let things happen. Because he wants us to stand up for our beliefs. And if we don't, then shame on us. Okay, let's move on to another another call. Uh, 843, you're on the show. What's going on? Uh, hello. Um, my name is uh, Dunkel Black from E-Republic. Uh, that's D-U-N-K-L-E. Sorry, that's a little confusing. But... Uh, I just wanted to – I had a, qu- a quick question for you. It won't take too long at all. Um, uh, first off, I just want you to know I am part of the Libertarian Party on E-Republic. I, um, I, I, this is actually in regards to Daphne, the whole, your whole conversation. Just a quick question. Um, you seem really angry at her. So what I'm asking is, do you fornicate yourself with an iron stick? Cause you sh- I mean, that must be painful. Uh, this is what I mean. This is all the liberals have to say. Why don't you come back with some intelligent thoughts? No. Okay. Corey Blake, my good buddy, what's up? Corey, hello. You have three seconds, Corey. One, two. Oh, you're on. Hello, what's up? Uh, look, can you speak a little louder? It's hard to hear you. Hello. Okay, uh, I couldn't hear you, man, so you want to call back with your mic a little louder, your phone a little louder, whatever you're using, that would uh, help a lot. Okay, 423, you're on the A.J. Bruno Show. What's in your mind? Hey, A.J., this is Paul, or R3DKO. Uh, just had a couple questions I wanted to kind of talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, first of all, as far as the Daphne, that went a little bit too far. I mean, I understand it's your show and everything else, but you kind of you can't push the envelope that far, I guess, because all it does is tend to piss people off, and that's going to make none of them agree with you. 
I understand a lot of. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. She got me fuming, so uh, you know how that works. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understand women get under our skin and things like that. It's just as a self-proclaimed conservative, you have to understand that when you go off the handle, that ends up sounding just like Perez Hilton go off, you know, yelling at somebody and calling them names. So you kind of got to watch that part of it. But my main issue that I'd like to talk about, uh, first of all, like one of the previous callers, there isn't such a thing as going too conservative. I've lived all over the world. I'm from Russia originally. Uh, that's not very conservative, but I've also lived in Israel and the Middle East. And when you try to say that you can't be too conservative, those are some countries that they definitely show that you can be. Uh, the people that are miserable, they allow the government pretty much to dictate everything they do, just like Russia did. It's on the opposite side of the scale, the left-right scale, whatever it is. You just have to understand that it, when you allow a government to go either way in any direction, it's going to be bad for the people. That's why the Constitution was set up the way it's set up. What you're proclaiming or what you're saying is pretty much we should secede everything else. I mean, I understand that's your opinion. That's up to you to decide. But I don't understand how you can say that we are to take power away from a government that the U.S. people gave the government when all that's going to do is pretty much make another totalitarian government. I mean, it's not, you go too far to the right, it turns into fascism, it turns, keeps going further to the right, ends up turning to the left, turning into communism. I mean, my grandfather was stuck into prison for his beliefs, for his religion. Uh, same thing happens on the other side as far as going into Israel. My family were missionaries. We were deported from the country because we were missionaries trying to proclaim Christianity in a country that had decided what religion its people should follow. So if you're trying to push your ideals on people, it's going to end up being the same thing. You're going to try to push your moral beliefs, your ideals, Christianity this, Christianity that. And I'm a Christian. I understand. It's just you can't push that. I mean, that's why it was removed. That's why the writers, I mean, the founding fathers pretty much decided that. Okay. Let's jump back 50 years ago. Now, 50 years ago, this country was a much more moral place. And people were happy. The 50s were good time, good times for pretty much everyone. And at that time, values are in, our, in the public domain. Uh, we didn't murder unborn children. We were very aware of the threats our country faced. We didn't have the kind of extensive, although to an extent, but not the kind of extensive socialism we have today. And the country was a lot different then, a lot more moral, and people were a lot happier. And how do you explain that? That's the kind of conservatism I want. I don't want tyranny. I don't want authoritarianism. I want that. I want that feeling back. You know? The, what we need, that's I what understand, we need. but what you're discussing, that conservatism, even Reagan conservatism isn't really the kind of conservatism that you're talking about when you start talking about secession and everything else. That's a whole other beast in and of itself. So what you're advocating isn't – I'm not going to say it's centrist or not what you're advocating. I mean, you're trying to say that Reaganism is good, that this and this and this is good, but on the same hand, you're also saying that we should be taking all kinds of steps that, I mean, you really can't take in this country. The U.S., I would have to agree with most people that, yes, the U.S. is the most powerful country on earth. And to take power away from the people to push your ideals, that's not exactly conservatism. If you follow Reagan conservatism, I mean, you're pretty much going to have to agree that in those times, people knew what they wanted. 
people had their beliefs. Yes, they were against abortion. Yes, they were against different things, but those were those people's beliefs. Nowadays, things are a lot different. You can't really push the overthrow of a government without first introducing new concepts that people are going to agree with. Okay, but here's the problem. The left has fundamentally changed entire generations, and that's why different people are, uh, are not the same now. And, I mean, look, we as conservatives look towards the future, but we also need to preserve values of the past. I need to have a combination of those. But, hey, thanks for the call. Uh, let's move on. Why don't we go to 317. You're on the AJ Bruno Show. Uh, hello. What's going on? Wait, uh, one second. Little issue here. Hello? Okay, you're on. Hello, yes. Hello. This is Ava, Indiana. Hey, I just want to say to you that, um, you know, a lot of this stuff you're saying I agree totally with. And And in the 50s, you know, we we had things, you know, like like um, belief in God and morals, and you know we weren't out killing homosexuals, and they weren't getting in. Nobody was causing them any trouble, you know. They just kept to themselves, just like everybody else did, and lived their life the way people are meant to live in America, not having the government up your up your butt for every every time you turn around at while you drive your car, while you're in your house, what your yard looks like, you know. Yeah. We got to get back to that. We we got it. We got to stop the Congress from passing any more bullshit laws. We we do, but at, at this point, they can do whatever they want until at least uh, the next congressional election. So that's a lot of time to do a lot of damage, um, and people don't realize that we don't have control over that as long as they're sitting pretty in Washington. And well, doing and another thing about about the courts, you know, the courts, the Congress and the president do not have to go by what the Supreme Court says because the Supreme Court originally was meant to interpret the law and tell the Congress what they interpret the law as, not to dictate to the Congress what the law was. So, you know, our judicial branch, they don't even read the Constitution anymore. Lawyers don't. They just go by case law. So whatever the case law was, that's that's how they rule. They don't even pay attention to our Constitution anymore. You know, and, and nobody's calling for any revolution except for the revolution of bringing our constitutional government back and regaining our our uh, freedoms and our rights, you know, that we should have never lost in the first place. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, what, what we've seen happen in this country is absolutely appalling. And we got to stand up for our, our beliefs. we got to tell these elites in Washington we're not going to put up with it anymore. Okay, thank you for the call. Uh, let's move on here. we got a 760 number. Hello. Hello, am I on? You are, yes. Oh, hello, um, AJ Bruno. My name is Ryan, and um, I know a lot of these callers have been really, really against you. And um, I, I have to say, I, I support most of what you say. I have like one small beef with you. First off, you support Reagan economics, correct? Of course, yes. Okay, I like Reagan economics personally because I think it's good. We need to let like the the, the people at the top need more like money because. 
the pockets eventually get so full with money that it falls down, and then the rich, the poor people run around and they fight each other over it, and they kill each other until. Okay, enough of that. Oh god, this guy's voice is annoying. It sounds like one of those, one of these, sounds like a nerdy cartoon figure who plays video games all day. It's hard to even put a, a thing on that. And, and he's also a communist, too. A combination of both of those. Anyway, so look, I don't agree with all uh, of these economic, uh, I, I'm more somewhat conservative on, on fiscal issues. Um, but I do believe that uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. So it should be what we used to have. One time the top rate was 7%, and most people didn't pay any taxes, or they paid 1% or 2%, you know, and the country worked just fine then. Why don't we go back to something like that, that sort of system we had earlier in the 20th century? But hey, okay. Uh, when we move on again, we're going to uh, 302. Uh, you're on the AJ Hey, AJ, how's it going? Good, how's it going with you? Uh, you know, not too bad, just hanging out, having a kind of a slow night. Just wanted to talk about conservatism a little bit, you know, since you seem to be so big on it. Of course. I'm just not really sure you understand the concept, you know what I mean? Tell me, what am I missing? Well, when you talk about conservatism, really all I hear from you is a lot of the same shit that I hear on everybody's commercials on TV, you know, when they're running for office. There's not really a whole lot of substance there. You just say, oh, let's lower taxes because it's good for business. Well, do you know why lowering taxes is good for business? Yeah, because they can afford to hire more workers, though. Well, how, though? Like, how does that, how does that work? How? If you tax businesses to death. So, okay, for instance, let me make this comparison. When people want to raise corporate taxes, now, it's simple. Corporations do not pay taxes. They will pass it on to the consumer. So what's the point? You know, exactly. There is no point. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, and you know, going by that reasoning, you don't want to tax businesses to death because if you do that, it's hurting everyone. It's hurting the little guy the most. That's why you need reasons for it. Sorry, it's really hard to talk with the fucking radio on because there's like a delay. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So like I'm well, trying to talk, and I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I'm hearing you like 15 seconds ago in one ear, and hearing you right now, like now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a little hard to have a conversation that way. Yeah. So yeah. you're talking about you don't want to, you don't want to raise the corporate tax rate, and I'm, I'm completely with you there. You don't want to raise the corporate tax rate because they just pass those costs on to the consumers, and we end up paying more for everything, and eventually the price of the, the value of the dollar just kind of falls away because. You find you can't really buy anything when you're earning money because it's all going to the government, and that's not cool, obviously. But I'm not really sure how you can pay for things when you, uh, you know what? I'm losing my fucking train of thought here. So yes, can't pay for things if what? If you don't tax enough? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, what I'm saying is that when you talk about lowering taxes, and my dog's going crazy, that doesn't help either. Okay. Maybe we'll talk about I, I think I think we agree on taxes in real life. What I really want to talk about when when it comes to taxes is how it applies to your republic. So I want to come back to that later, because at the end of the day, taxes are. Will you shut the hell up? 
Sorry, dog. Anyway, um, let's let's talk about abortion because I've been trying to have this conversation in the chat, but you've been ignoring it. I would like to know how you would like to enforce all of these morality laws that you talk about all the time as being true conservatism. What what kind of country do you imagine living in where all these laws are actually enforced? What kind of country? The kind of country you still live in, a country based on the Constitution, a country based on American values, the kind of country that existed for most of our, our time as a nation. And now That's ridiculous, that though, because they were, ne- they were never police busting in on people for, for doing drugs or for having this, sex or anything like that. That, that never happened. This is true, but it used to be that this was rare. This was rare. And people generally didn't do it because it wasn't a cool thing to do, and it was something that didn't conform to the values that most of the population held. Now, as that stated, we've seen... We've seen what is what has become of that. You know, that's why we have a country now with a, a billion dollar porn industry, which is disgraceful and disgusting. We have a country yeah, where that's you, money, that's that's tax revenue. Okay, it's the same thing as prostitution, but prostitution is illegal and it's a double standard. So explain that. Well, how is how is it illegal to have to have that kind of stuff exist? How is that how is that unconstitutional? Well, that is prostitution on camera. It's the same thing. It's prostitution with an audience. And yet one's legal and one's not. Either make them both legal or make them both illegal. It's simple. What, sh- what else should be illegal? What else should be illegal? Anything that infringes on uh, on anyone's anyone's rights, essentially. You know, our right to, for instance, our right to have a. How does pornography infringe on anyone's rights? Because even if you try to avoid it, you're going to end up seeing it anyway. And it also infringes you on our rights. You don't have right to look at it. You don't have to partake in pornography. It's easy. What it, what it does is it corrupts people. It's, it's just how one part. People. How, does, how, does, how does seeing naked people corrupt people? That's why we how have is, a cult. How is okay, the naked what, human form corrupting? It's not. The, it's not the, that would be soft core. The, the naked about, human form has been has been portrayed since time immemorial. I mean, it's it's happened for thousands of years. People made statues of naked people. People made paintings of naked people. Naked people have always been displayed. The human form has been a, a form of art for centuries, for millennia. They they painted naked people on the cave walls. Okay, but that's one thing. Art. Uh, I mean, I'll, we have to. We want to someone else in a second, but let me let me close out with, with telling you this. Um, here's the thing: we have a culture war in this country. It still exists. That involves uh, people being promiscuous. That involves drugs. That involves murdering unborn children. Um, it involves the whole uh, issue of uh, gay marriage and all and all that and sodomy and all that. And if we lose that culture war, if we come out on the losing end, our nation is going to be virtually unrecognizable. And I do believe this nation has a special place. But if we don't claim that place, if we don't say we want it, we want to stand up for our values, we're going to lose it. Perfect example. And we'll move on to another phone call. Perfect example. Uh, the burning of Washington, D.C., during the War of 1812. The entire city was on fire. The British had handily won the battle. Two unseasonable things happened. Two things so unheard of and rare to happen then. First, you had a hurricane that set, knocked out the fire, that knocked out the, the fires. Massive rains saved most of the city. And in addition to that, a huge tornado, never before, never heard of in that part of the country, devastates the British Army, causes more casualties than the Americans uh, did. 
And what's my point about this? My point is that that's an, that's an example of divine intervention. An example of God saying, this is a country, a shining city on a hill, an example to the world. But right now, we're losing that favor by our actions, by letting Islamic jihadists run rampant and not stopping them, by murdering unborn children, by allowing this perversion in our society. And this is wrong. Okay. Uh, why don't we move on to another New Jersey caller, 856. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello, am I on? Yes, you are. Hello, AJ Bruno. Hello. Uh, My hello, Republic Jer- username is Civil Anarchy. You can just call me Sean for short. That really works. Personally, I've seen your exploits in the game, and I actually admire your zealous attitude towards all your articles, all your politics. But the fact is, I think you've overdone it to an extent. The U.S. does need leading political fa- leading political people in this game. However, there's got to be a point where you've got to back off. And back off in, in what way? Now, it's hard for me to back off when I have been targeted by the left in the game, um, basically robbing me and my supporters of a rightful place we earned in the EUS. We were literally days from claiming a spot in the top five. What do they do? They gang up and steal our party from us. Is that right? Am I supposed to be cool about that and not say anything about it? No, but you definitely took the the wrong course on that. Do you love this country? Of course. The U.S. and the EUS. I love the U.S. and the EUS. That's why... Well, then why would you leave? I left because I wasn't having fun in the game. That's why I left. Then you're kind of contradicting yourself on your own policies here. I see you going against every political enemy that you have, and yet you'll run away at the first chance of hardship against your own political party. No, 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 no. This was several incidents that had occurred. Uh, First, I had the race stolen in the conservative party when there were many votes moved to uh, defeat us there. And the same thing in the conservative victory party. We saw leftists targeting my, me and my supporters. Fortunately, I stepped back here. We were able to engineer a way to uh, get, the, get the CVP in some responsible hands, and we defeated the tyrant that was in charge there. Um, I so wouldn't was, call him a tyrant. Uh, I would call someone who silences their opponents, who does anything to stay in power virtually a tyrant. Um, and someone who led the party to virtual oblivion. Well, didn't you move a party to South Africa just to stay in power? That's not true. I moved to South Africa for new experience. Um, for new experience? Well, were you a party leader? I'm no longer the party president because it's not about me having power. It's about... Were you originally the party president? Well, when you first moved well, to South Africa. The people aren't going to follow if the person they don't know... Uh, in the game is, is leading them there. Same thing... How many people exactly did follow you? <clears throat> I would say about 35. It wasn't a tremendous amount, but enough for us to get... Now, how many people were originally in the CVP when it was politically taken over? Well, here's the thing with that. I, I would say it's hard to guesstimate exactly, probably about 270 or so. However, a lot of these people told me, you know, I just don't want to leave the U.S. So and, a, lot of them, a lot of them went to the old CVP. And I told them, I told them, hey, um, 
you know, this is the time for a change. I gave my recommendation, and that I think that had a significant influence on the vote. So, um, you know, I, I'm I, I'm just out there to try and get our conservative message across, whether it's in e-life or in real life. And I think that's important okay. to do. Okay. My original message was just tone it down a little bit. All the articles, I know people troll you, but if you want to actually get some sort of political standing, some sort of political standing back in the United States, to step down from this point of ridicule, ridicule that you are at in the U.S., you kind of have to tone it down for at least a certain amount of time. This is just from my viewpoint. Take it as you want. All right. Well, I thank you for your point of view, and uh, different voices are always welcome on the program. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. No problems. Okay. Um, now we have uh, Matt Jr. who's been waiting here. All right. I'll let, I'll let Matt, uh, Matt's little brother, Logan, come on here. Hello, Matt's biggest fan. I'm not his biggest fan. You're not? You're devastated. No. No, but I I came. No, I came here to talk about youth um, involvement in politics. And why is that? Well, it's astonishing the um, small number of youth who are actually interested in politics today. Really? Well, obviously you haven't. Yeah, my mic's a little weird. You obviously haven't noticed the amount of youth who. Care about politics today. Uh, why don't you call us back? We're having trouble hearing you on the line here. Okay, let's get another call. Hello, secret caller. You are on the line. What's up? Is it me? Finally? It is you, finally. God damn, without Daniel CD, you wouldn't let me on. Ooh. Ha. All right. What's on your mind there, partner? Okay, first of all. Uh, do you realize the irony of a statement like uh, conservative revolution? It's not. It's not. That's why there's a Reagan revolution. Revolution inspired is a uh, change, right? Uh, well, that, revolutions want change, right? I'll keep with me. It's a radical change, yes. Okay, so a revolution is a radical change. Yes. And conservatives are not radical. <laughs> It depends how you define radical. Now, I would say uh, radically passionate for the Constitution. That's a good so thing. So you, you yourself are wanting to become a liberal to stop liberals. No, that's not that's not liberal. That's would you, what would I'm call, getting. Would, would you call would you call the, uh, the 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 Confederate states were they liberals for uh, for what they did standing up for liberalism? Maybe in one sense, but not in another. Well, it's conflicting then because. If someone feels like they're the right to be regardless of whether or not they were wanting to go left or right, they were wanting change, which means they were in fact liberals. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, I need to give a shout out to a, a whole bunch of libs that have all been on this program. Sure, go ahead. I, I think that's been a let's see, R three Deco, Bradley, who uh, I don't even know if he's been on. Uh, why did you have to insult my boss? Your boss has never been very nice to me, and your boss... She was I just trying. She's nice to me. And plus, your boss does certain things that she really has to stop doing. So, I do it, too. It's fun. 
It's fine. Well, tell that to your mother, sir. Oh, ouch. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see. We have another call here. Okay. Uh, hello. Another secret call. What's up? Hello? You're on, yes. Yeah, it's taking forever. All right. Might I have to get some shout-outs first? Oh, sure. All right. Let me give a shout-out to Chris, Jack Fleberton, and also Krems. And now I'd like you to direct your attention to the Parties tab so you can notice that you're now in the Law of Captain Republicans. Put some bad on your sore ass and have a good night. I'm a Neffer out. Oh, I'm a Neffer. So cool. Well, he does go to Gay Wiener University, so that's good. I mean, really, that school is really gay. That and Un-American University, also known as Gay U. I mean, really, really gay schools. Not even just saying, really, really gay. Okay, uh, 347-308-8073 is the number. Okay, speaking of which, I'm going to go on a little rant of my, my own right now here. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Now, we've, we've gone through a lot of callers tonight who have some concern, uh, thinking it's too radical, too conservative. Now, let me put forward, put forward this. If somebody comes in your house and says, I don't like the way you're doing things. I'm going to make you do this. I'm going to make you do that. I'm going to turn everything inside out, whether you like it or not. That's what this government, that's what this administration, that's what the radicals in power are doing to us now. And if we don't take notice of this and stop it, people thought Carter was bad. Obama will make Carter look like Reagan. Barack Hussein Obama, he's one of two things. I have said this repeatedly. He is one or two of two things. He's either one, a dangerous, sinister person with a very evil agenda in mind. Or he's an incompetent, naive, manipulative fool. You know, we go around saying, oh, what do you hope? You know, we need change. Which means nothing at all. One or the other. I'll tell you what, I don't know which one is scarier. Which one is scarier? Either one is going to lead our country to disaster if we don't stand up and do something about it. That's why the most patriotic thing we can do is oppose this president. The most patriotic thing we can do is stand up and defend our country. Because if we don't, then we don't deserve it. Then we don't deserve it. Okay. Thought I was another phone call. Hello, secret number. What's up? Wow, you let me back on again? I pressed the wrong button here. No, no, let me no, let me bring you back on here for a second. I want to know what your deal is. Are you with me? Are you are you infatuated, infatuated with me? Sir? Yes, AJ. Yes. Perhaps, perhaps you're a closeted conservative. I am, in maybe, fact. Yes. Maybe you're in I am a, I am you're a closet, closet conservative. A closet in fact, log I beat off to Glenn Beck. You do. Yes. That's, that's that's delightful. Um, maybe you'll take some pictures of those, like you take of the your other. Uh, you know, actually. AJ, when you're when you're president, can I be your secretary of state? When I'm president, I will put you in charge of cleaning the all the CIA. Like, 
Uh, you will be ahead of the, uh, let's see, the Central Intelligence Agency. No, the CTCA, the Central Toilet Cleaning Agency. That's about your skill level right there. You know. So how are oh, things so, I, so, so I'll be in charge of your job, right? Yes, exactly. So, so cleaning uh, the shit out of my toilet. Got it. Down at Gay Wiener University, you guys accusing more Republicans, more college Republicans of uh, hate against uh, Muslims. Or weren't you guys doing that last year? What about what? Last year, wasn't there some some anti-Muslim thing hung up, and you got in the administration that automatically blamed the college Republicans? You guys doing that more? That's a real great school where you go out there and you you blame everything on people who you have different beliefs with, different disagreements with. You know, last time in I was Constitution. In Arkansas? Wow. No, oh, I don't remember no. Arkansas. Nope. Wrong caller. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, okay. New call. What's up? That's a real great Okay. You can stop listening to me and start talking. What's going on? In Arkansas? All right. Um, I'm guessing it's me then. So, uh, yeah, I'm just calling back. Uh, it used to be the 302 number. I figured I'd call back on the private one this time. I uh, wanted to keep talking to you about taxation again. Sure, I'd be happy to. Go ahead. Okay. So um, do you, when I say that, you know, it's it's better for taxes to be low and for people to keep their money so that they can hire more people and, and get more jobs, there's a specific reason why that's better than the alternative with taxation. <clears throat> why is that? Well, the alternative is the government doing it, and I wonder if you would care to comment on why you think that is. Because when you when you raise taxes, it's basically the government that makes those investment decisions rather than the individual business owners. So why well, would the government make poorer decisions than the business owners? Why? Because the business owners can compete with each other. Now, if businesses are competing, the customer is going to get a good deal. That's why they want to avoid monopolies. That's the ultimate monopoly, a government monopoly. They could do anything they want, anything they want, and no one can stop them. Now, would you rather have a bunch of bureaucrats in Washington making all the decisions, or would you rather have competing companies who are just trying to get on top? And by doing that, everyone benefits. That's exactly right. Well, the other thing that you want to take that away from that is apply that then to everything, because you can't be conservative in economics when you say we're going to let people keep their own money and make their own decisions there, but we're going to make all their decisions for them in this other realm in their personal lives when we talk about, you know, how they're going to relate to other people and how they're going to plan their families, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to get involved in those decisions, and we're going to decide how that's going to go. Do you see how that's not really a coherent philosophy? And why not? Well, I don't understand what your concern is. With, My concern uh, is that you don't have a coherent philosophy behind anything that you're talking about. You just make up everything that you hear because you saw it on TV, and that's what the Republicans say. You don't have a coherent philosophy behind anything that you're talking about. See, when I say I'm conservative, it means that I think the government should back off and leave people alone because when they try to control everything, they screw everything up. When yeah. they try to tax people too much okay. and they try to I, run everything, I, 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 they screw it up. When they try to tell you that you can't commit sodomy or when they try to tell you that you can't abort your child, like, yes, those are not necessarily the best things for people to be doing, but those are people's decisions to make on their own. If the government tries to make those decisions for you, then 
you end up living in a shithole just like you would if the government made your tax decisions for you. It's, well, the same, it's a coherent philosophy. You don't have a coherent philosophy. You just have loud noises that you make over and over again to get people to follow you because it works somewhere else. And you try to transfer that into a game where people are trying to get away from that shit. And that's why everybody hates you. And the PTO of your party was a legitimate game tactic. Me having me me moving to a different country, calling that a PTO, which it's not. That is not a legitimate game tactic, okay? I am gonna silence you for a second. I'll let you I'll bring you back on and respond in a second. But I gotta say this uninterrupted. Now you're making a point that makes no sense. Economics and social issues are not the same thing. The moral fabric of our country is not the same as the economics of it. You're equating two things that don't match up whatsoever. Now, trying to keep our country healthy and moral and a good nation, uh, a God-fearing Judeo-Christian nation that respects different beliefs but also has a moral foundation that we that we keep our nation in is not the same thing. One thing is money. The other is who we are as a country, our very character. And this is just wrong. Okay. I'll let you respond. You don't have you're you're trying to say that there's nothing coherent about anything I'm saying. There's everything coherent about what I'm saying. There's nothing coherent about what you're saying. My coherence is the power of government. You want government to do everything in one in one aspect of people's lives, but do nothing in another aspect of people's lives. That doesn't make sense. And that is not anything like what the founding fathers imagined. The founding fathers were rebelling against someone who was controlling their economy by taxing paper, by taxing tea, by taxing everything, and controlling their personal lives by enforcing the mandates of the Church of England on the colonies. There was tyranny in both areas, and they rebelled against both things, and it is all about limiting the power of government. Yeah. Well, people were quite happy back when our country's government supported moral policy. Now we now it's the opposite. Now the government is pushing immoral government policy. has never supported moral policy. Government has no business supporting moral policy. The federal government has always had better things to do than support moral you're right, policy. You're right, you're right, you're right. And by that reasoning, why are they supporting immoral policy? We were fine before they butted into it. So why are we doing that now? Why what? Why are why is the government pushing immoral policy. For instance, um, if, if Obama actually tries to do this, the uh, Foucault Freedom of Choice Act, which he said two years ago that he would sign in this president, he said it was the first thing he would do, but you know he might still do it, to virtually eliminate any restrictions on abortion. And federal funding, The federal government has no business legislating abortion whatsoever. Abortion yes, that's, is a state matter. That's fine. That's fine. It's not. There's no well, there's no government involved here. The government should not be getting involved in these decisions. Well, that's your opinion, and we just happen to have a uh, disagreement on that point. But um, limitations on the power of government. I mean, it's 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 my opinion, yes, but my opinion has a coherent philosophy behind it. I'm I'm wondering what yours is. I would like to know where your 
my philosophy that. is the fact that if people did not do certain things that they do, we wouldn't have a major STD problem. We wouldn't have a problem with uh, unexpected pregnancies. Um, we wouldn't have the sort of vile crime we have or uh, the drug issues we have. Sure you would. All that, oh, no, no, no. All that was brought about uh, starting in the 60s with a insurgent of leftist militant movement basically in this country. That was that right started in the 60s? Of, you think that started in the 60s? You need to learn some history, kid. I, no, no, no. Go back 50 years and look at a, an average pop. Take 1,000 people now. Compare them to 1,000 people 50 years ago. There will be a dramatic difference in the kind of people you find. You can't base your understanding of life on television, kid. Like, seriously, there was all kinds of stuff going on in the 50s, in the 40s, in the 30s, in the 20s. There have been communists for a very long time. Sure, sure, but they weren't... Uh, as powerful as they are now. You don't even know what you're talking about, man. Like, you seriously, you just latch on to a meme that you got off of Fox News or some crazy blog. Like, not even, not even like, the serious shows. Like, I'm not going to lampoon Fox News. Like, they got some good shows on there. But they also got, you know, some people that come up, and their plan is to rabble-rouse. Like, they're basically television trolls. And that's you. Like, you are that guy. And there's nothing coherent about it. It's You're just on television to generate ratings and to make people annoyed and to get people mad. And all of these people here have shown up to, you know, listen to you make an idiot of yourself. And that's the, that's the reason they're here. They're here to hear, you know, how stupid you're going to sound and, you know, how stupid everyone else is going to make you sound. Oh, it's well, not because they actually respect you or any of your views. Yeah, They're here to make fun of record. Okay. Get off my phone, you make dope. Okay. Uh, I'm tired of this guy. Once again, a liberal going out there, trying to make some radical, bizarre argument, which has no coherence whatsoever, and then going into personal attacks on me. I don't care. You're a stupid liberal. And you make your point over and over again, Citizen Slave. And you know, you remind me of Mr. Slave. Uh, you're a lot like him. Maybe the character was based on you. You know. And you, sir, you're, you're an e-nuisance, and now you're a, a real nuisance. Oh, my God. So annoying. Broken record. Okay. Uh, so another call. Secret caller. You're on the line. What's up? Hey, Jay. Yeah, what's up? All right. Now, I unfortunately got cut off a bit earlier on my computer, but I heard you say that GW is gay. You know who this is? Um, well, first off, I'd like to say that our colonials can get your paladin's ass any day of the week. Secondly, you're only there because you managed to get thrown out of both American U and Rutgers, and they were probably one of the few places to actually take you and put up with you, and you're probably going to get kicked really? out the next... Really? Now, now yeah. who is this again? Who is this okay. again? Are you too, too, too scared to say? Hey. Who is this again? Amon Effer. Oh, remember? Okay, great. Oh, no, oh yeah, 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 whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever you say. Okay, well, uh, listen to me. Uh, listen to me. Uh, uh, I will let you talk after I'm done speaking. Now, you don't know anything about me, okay? Let me give a little background on this then for people who are listening and want to know. I was not never, first of all, I've never been kicked out of a school. <clears throat> Second of all, the problems that I experienced 
uh, at those two schools were for standing up for my beliefs because people are persecuted for their beliefs in this day and age. That's kind of unfortunate country we live in now. We can be persecuted for standing up for your values. And so what happened was, over the summer, I'll give you the, it's a long story. I don't want to bore you, so I'll give you the Reader's Digest version of it. Now, I went to the orientation there, right? And I spoke to a lot of other people about their orientations. And no one else had it so they basically pushed their radical pro-gay agenda on us at this. So I went on, this is back when Facebook had uh, forums for different universities. They haven't had this in a while. And I posted on our forum there. I said, you know, I felt uncomfortable. I thought it was inappropriate. Nothing, nothing insulting. And people jumped on my case for this. And so I get there a few weeks or so after the, the school year started. And I get a phone call from Judicial Affairs. And I'm like, okay, what's, what's up with this? And she's like, oh, you're not in any trouble. I just want to talk to you. I'm like, okay, if I'm not in any trouble, is this mandatory? She's like, I don't want to have to make it mandatory, but I'll issue an official directive if you don't come. So basically, I'm blackmailed into coming down there. And of course, what does she want to talk about? My comments online. And pretty much from that point on, these people were hell-bent on going after me. So eventually, an incident came about um, where, without going into too many details, um, someone was dishonest. Someone told me certain things which were absolutely appalling. And instead of them uh, getting the kind of help they needed, I basically get sent into one of these rigged trials, kind of like one of those Nazi trials where you pretty much, you know, you go in, they're going to find you guilty anyway. doesn't matter what kind of an argument you have. And so they issue whatever things they want. A few months, more months go by, and I'm brought back in there. This time, complete lies and fabrications, literally nothing. Something that will be laughed out of a real court. Um, and they find me guilty of these things. So they say, oh, we're going to suspend you for a semester. And so I say, I just flip out. I say, how dare you find me guilty of something with no proof? I never did. And obviously a little more passionate than that, but absolutely vile to these people. Um, at Rutgers, I just chose to leave. There was the same sort of uh, leftist nonsense there. But, um, you know, I'm, who wants to be around that sort of stuff? So, hey, we'll see what happens now in the future. Let's go to a phone call. Hello, you're on the AJ Bruno Show. What's up? Uh, I've been told to rickroll you. Okay, cool. All right, why don't we bring back a moon here? You can respond with your usual leftist nonsense. Go ahead. Hmm? Yes, you. Go on. Oh, I thought you were talking to the next caller. I was trying to finish with you right now. So now I've brought you over to my side and you're apologizing for what you did. Is that right? Hmm? What? Yes, are you, are you sorry? I'm sorry, I have you on speaker. I thought you were talking to the next guy. I said I was finished with you for now. Go on to the next caller. They're waiting. No, I went forward with him pretty easily, but okay. All right, whatever. Hello, you're on the AJ Bruno Show. What's going on? 
and going once. I've been told to rickroll you. Again? Wow. I have horrible screening. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so go back to my point. The liberals control the universities, by and large. They can indoctrinate people, and they can force you to believe whatever they say to believe. And if you don't, oh, too bad. Too bad. We're not going to tolerate that. 347-308-8073 is the number. By the way, I'm not going to pick up any blocked calls. So call me unblocked. Be a man. Don't be a coward. Hide behind that. Then again, if you go to Gay Wiener University, you have to be a coward. But hey, what are you going to do? That's what the Gay Wiener University students are like. They're gay and they're wieners. GWU, okay. But, uh, you know, anyone who defends this, this absolute indoctrination, it's nothing short of indoctrination. These are the kind of people who are contributing to, to the destruction of our country. So why don't we bring back the leftists from before. Now, tell me more on why I'm wrong and you, your liberal enlightenment is just so right. Go ahead. Are you calling me leftist again? Of course. You are the leftist radical who uh, has oh, been right. giving That's me awesome. epic That's liberal. Epic. That's epic. You're calling me liberal. That's awesome. Do you even know where the terms come from? Uh, do you know where the terms come from, sir? Absolutely. They're relics of the French Revolution. They are. Now, liberal does not mean what it meant back uh, 200 I'm perfectly aware of that, but you call everyone that disagrees with you a liberal and a leftist, so I'm just not really sure that you really give much credence to the words anymore. Like, you're just using words that had meaning, like, 200 years ago, but now, since they've been overused so much and misapplied so much, they really don't anymore. Like, there's, there's this dichotomy, apparently, in your head between left and right, but that dichotomy was created during the French Revolution and referred to people who either supported the king or supported the people that didn't support the king. And yeah. the people that didn't support the king were much more radical than most of the American revolutionaries, but we supported them anyway because they were, you know, against the king. But, I mean, getting back from, you know, this little history lesson, um, again, you just apply these words that, you clearly don't understand the meaning of because I'm probably one of the least leftist people I know. I know I would absolutely loathe the, F the idea of this health care plan. I actually did something about the health care plan rather than sitting up in my in my room and more in my parents' basement complaining about it. I actually went to one of the, the Tea Party protests against the health care plan. So you call me a leftist. I find that hilarious because you're the one sitting here telling whiny stories about how you were persecuted in college for your beliefs, and I'm the one standing on the street telling Obama to go shove his health care plan up his ass. Who's the leftist, buddy? You're the leftist. You're the one who defends these radical leftist positions. Okay, you know, why don't we have... Radical leftist position. What's your radical leftist position? No health care? No national health care? That's a leftist plan? No, no, no. What's Wait, leftist? A couple of issues. How about the fact that you're lambasting me, sir? You are lambasting me for standing up for Judeo-Christian values. And that is a, sh that is a 
you know, this isn't even fair. This isn't even fair. Um, it's kind of a mismatch here. Why don't we bring on two radical leftists? You can stay on, sir. And we'll bring on uh, Mr. 423. Now you can both tag team me. Go ahead. Who's 423? Oh, there's your Rickroll. I got Rickrolled. All right, let's bring on another one. Hello, sir. Good job. That was, that was the Rickroll. We got any others? Uh, we do have another one here. Uh, I think it's another liberal, no? Another liberal, huh? You're talking. Yes, three seconds. One, one, two, one, and you're gone. No. Okay, I thought we were going to be a partner in crime. See, it's kind of like, you know, it, it really is what, what, what leftist positions do I have? Like, as I'm as I'm walking down the down the National Mall, telling Obama to shove his health care plan and his taxes up his ass, while you sit in your mommy's basement, living off of living off of other people's work like a liberal, how exactly am I the leftist? What leftist First, position do I hold? First of all, I cannot live in the basement because there was no bathroom nor kitchen. Oh, let me clear that up. Oh, I'm sorry. Good Second point. of all, yeah, I mean, I, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't stay in my parents' basement when I go to visit them from my apartment either because they don't have a kitchen or a bathroom there either. But you know, I guess that that makes sense for you to not live in the basement since you completely live at home still. Oh, you're so cool, dude. No, it's not um, really about cool. It's just about not living off of other people's efforts. I mean, I know when I was 20, I was already supporting myself. I don't know about you. Clearly not. Well, see, here's the thing. It's societally acceptable to mooch until you're 22. So I got it another almost social, two years. It may be socially acceptable in our in our mostly liberal society for you to mooch off of your parents until you're 22, but that doesn't mean that a real conservative would do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mostly, okay, let me explain something here. See, most people go to something called college. Now, during college, it doesn't make sense to uh, live on your own, see, because when you go to get an education and – Right, it makes so much more sense to mooch off of your parents while you're getting yeah. an education. Like, I got an education while I was not mooching off of my parents. That was pretty cool with me, huh? Left Is it. that right? Ooh. You got nothing, oh. man. Like you're, 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 you're going to call me a leftist because I'm supporting myself through college while you're sitting in your mommy's house – not going to college, just basically being a deadbeat, like someone who's going to end up on welfare when mommy doesn't take care of them anymore, and you're oh, calling me a leftist. This is amusing to me. Like, this is seriously hilarious. I want to know what all my... Explain them to me. I want to explain it to you, kid. Now, you're trying to attack me for that, because that makes no sense. Now, most people uh, would fit my profile. Not yours. Now, the difference between me and you is you could be some working stiff for your whole life. I plan on fundamentally transforming this country, having a conservative restoration. In order to do that, you've got to have a policy degree. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off by coming back in 2012, and we are going to get Rick Santorum elected president, and then we're going to keep going. And eventually it'll be my time, and we're going to really slam the conservative message home, and we're going to restore this country to its former greatness. Now, I will let you go blabber off your liberal nonsense again for a moment. So you go ahead and say the same old crap you've been saying, and go. Well, that I've been unmuted. I will uh, leave you to your forum since you've created another little circus for you to play in. I'm going to go ahead and hang up and let someone else participate in your circus. The people you know demand I'm their circuses after all. 
and you are their circus. Goodbye. One sir. more thing. One more thing, sir. Oh, sure. Go ahead. You are a circus, and I hang up on you. Goodbye. There we go. Okay. Uh, why don't we take one last call? Am I going to get Rick rolled again? What's up? Hello. One one one. You're on the air. Okay. Nothing. All right. Um, why don't we close for the last few minutes here? It's been a been an interesting second show, and uh, I'm glad everyone listened tonight. You know what? This is important that we all get together on something like this because because um, if we don't, what's going to happen? We'll be silent. The left will do what they want, fill us with whatever lies they want to. So it is absolutely crucial that we stand up. We talk about our beliefs. Okay. Uh, we got 781 back on the line here. We only got a few minutes, though. I can only let you make a brief comment, but go ahead. Oh, uh, no, it's real quick. He said you have a circus. I would love to participate. <laughs> Michael J. Frost, president, please. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, yes, I'll be the ringleader. We always need more people to join in on this conservative. Hey, I have to ask. This is something from way back, and I know you're an expert. What do you think about blowjobs? I think that you should go get one from your father. He seemed to enjoy that. Okay. Anyway, um, wow, those Boston liberals. He must be so used to the... Uh, this guy's gone with too many gay marriages, probably, you know? He's kind of infatuated with that now after seeing gay marriage after gay marriage. You expect that, though. You expect that. Okay. Anyway, we've got a couple minutes left here. I want to give the rundown. Um, we will be back tomorrow, same time. We're going to do the show on weekday, and we're going to have some special guests uh, soon, too. So you want to stay tuned for that. Should be some good ones in the near future. Keep participating. Keep telling your friends. You know, let's have let's start a conservative revolution. Like I said, let's say let's start a grassroots movement here. This is how it begins. We've seen a variety of viewpoints tonight. We've seen some smart conservatives, and we've seen some very, very vicious liberals. The kind of people who, yes, form the base of Barack Hussein Obama, who form the base of the leftist movement. And these are the kind of people we need to stop. We need to put an end to this sort of stuff. And if we don't, America will wither away. It'll wither away. That's why I, I say, you know, you want to know what America's all about? Watch some Reagan footage. Watch the way he talked about it. Compare it to the way this president talks about it. Which one makes you feel proud to be American? The apologetic one or the one who said, hey, it's a good time to be American. Proud of it. Oh, we have someone else on the line here. Hello? Hello, hello? No, okay. Uh, anyway. I don't think people call and they just don't say anything. Isn't that great? 
Okay. Anyway, good to laugh at them. Okay, so we're coming down in the last few seconds here. Tomorrow, we'll be back same time, 10 Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, straight through till midnight. Uh, we will be here on weekdays, so keep spreading the word. It should be epic wars and epic debates at the same time. So for now, this is your future commander-in-chief, A.J. Bruno here. I'm going to be signing off in a second. Do we have some roles to go out with? A liberal? Do you have a liberal on the line? Are you a liberal, sir? Who was silent liberal? Yes. You know, I'd love if they were silent. But then again, we couldn't make fun of them. And it's always fun to make fun of the left, isn't it? Certainly is. All right. Once again, A.J. Bruno signing off here. Until next time, it's been a great show. Sayonara.